Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Pop Culture as a division of Multipotural. The show is rated R for strong language. Warning everybody, there are spoilers ahead. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes at Multipotural. That's M-U-L-T-I-P-O-P-T-U-R-A-L. And without further ado, here are your hosts for today's debauchery. Up in the chambers! <laughs> it's the ghost! <laughs> <laughs> Everybody and welcome back to another phenomenal episode of Multi Pop <laughs> the sexiest podcast on the planet. Yeah, we're, we're bringing sexy back. <laughs> I'm your we host were until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host Brian, aka Behern, aka the Puerto Rican Razor Ramon. Your tax man. Oya me chico. You steal. From Razor Ramon. <laughs> over That's here, mine, mine. over here, it's your boy Jadon, aka the J Dizza, aka turn the other cheek and I'll break your fucking chin. I'll give a f- what you think, Jerry. Mm. Expose them. <laughs> it's on you, Paul. Paul, Paul, oh, Paul's, Paul's, Paul's drinking. We had our high school. By, by the way, shout out to Page Pirates. We had a high school reunion last night. We got it in like it was 1998. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yo, um, my name so is Paul. You know, P. P. Diddy. P. Diddy. Take that. Take I've that. heard take of that, you. Take that. Take that. <laughs> That's gonna be your soundbite. Take, take that. that. Miami P. P. Loose. P. Sleaze. Master P. Master P. Yeah. All that. Percy Miller. Okay. Yeah. Government name. Hornets. Briefly. Charlotte. All day. This is Matteo Feliciano, aka. Is he, is he, is he, is he dead? Going hard the whole night because I ain't going back to my old life, I promise. What the oh, fuck you mean is he damn, fucking dead? You see what I did? You know, <laughs> damn, that was brilliant. We're talking about Into the 36 Chambers. That's right, 25-year anniversary, baby. Yes. 1993. Where were you 93. at 1993? I'll tell you where I was. I was 13. I was being 13 somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was being 13. So Grounded and shit. My enter the, the 36 story goes, um, I received a bootleg cassette. Okay. Of enter the 36 chambers and Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style mm. in my Christmas stocking. Wow. <laughs> and they were, they were both bootleg. Like, Legit bootlegs. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, was side B actually even there, or was it just side A? No. It was, yeah. There, there wasn't, like, um, the fucking songs. Right. There was no Just the cover. Oh, yeah. It was just a <laughs> photograph copy. And you were grateful to get it. I, was, I, I looked at it. I said, what is this? And my mom said, your Uncle Michael said you should have these. And... I just, Michael's cool as I shit. I just put him yeah. in. I just put him in your stocking, and like I said, okay. I put that first tape in, and it, I I play all my music really loud, but it it came on and said, "Bring the motherfucking ruckus," <laughs> and mom's was like, "Huh?" 
<laughs> what did I do? Uncle Mike, what do you give yeah. about <laughs> So that you know, that was like also the Snoop doggy style was like really bad. Like really bad. Yeah. But she had the idea of, okay, so if they're going to be talking about this, let me listen to it first. Oh, God. And I'll get it back to you. Uh-huh. I, I never got him back. I was going to say, <laughs> I, never I never got them back. Um, but I did, since it was bootleg, I had, you know, more bootleg and just kept bootlegging. Um, Enter the 36 changed everything. Yeah. It changed the way people talked. It changed mm-hmm. the way people spoke and walked. It, everything, everything, mm. and there was like, it's a, it was a whole new world. Yeah, a whole new vernacular. Everything changed. Agreed. That's my answer to thirty six story. Thanks, Uncle Michael. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Uncle Mike. Mike. <laughs> cool as fuck. <laughs> you know that's crazy. You brought up the Doggy Style uh, album. Cause I forgot that was that same year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, Paul, you got a sexy voice. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's exactly wanna, what I was thinking. You want, yeah. quiet storm, storm, you want me to change spots? <laughs> <laughs> so, so just throwing out the DJ e. that, that album came out. It was three albums that year. It was another album that was that year too. It was Dogs. It was one of my first introductions introductions into um, like gangster rap like that. Because before then, I remember it was like, I listened to a bunch of R&B, because mm-hmm. like, that was played in the house, you know. And the rap that I listened to was like... Uh, Montel Jordan. Will like, Smith. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, that is so disrespectful. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like Cool Mo D. <laughs> and like, you know, oh, like... we up. <laughs> right. Woo! Right, right, yeah. So even, well, Will Smith was before that. Yeah. When he was yeah. fresh. When he was fresh. Like that LL. Ass. That old LL. LL, yeah. 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 <laughs> And um, there was another album. It was the one. What's the, uh, the little Bushwick Bill? What's Bushwick oh, Bill? Ghetto Boys. Yeah, the Ghetto Boys. Yes. The Ghetto Boys. Mine's playing tricks on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember I used to play that and play those three joints in my Walkman on the bus because I couldn't play it in my house. <laughs> and I don't even know how I got those. I can't remember how I, I got those. I think no. You know what? BB. Oh, BB. BB's music. BB's in Wicker Village. I rode up oh yeah, yes. BB so much. Yeah. I, I rode that. my bike up there, and they would let me. You could listen to it. Yeah, yeah. They, you could Pretty listen. They to had the it. headphones, yeah. and they would sell to you because back then you weren't supposed to sell like explicit lyrics mm-hmm. stuff right. to kids, underage kids. Yeah, but they would all, you know, they would sell it to me. <laughs> but yep. this kid has cash. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Lo and behold. Oh well, yeah. Well, I remember back in 93 when I was a 13-year-old little cracker from fucking <laughs> nowhere, New York. <laughs> ass cracker. <laughs> nowhere, North Carolina. Um, I, I think I've, I've spoken about this, uh, that, that 102 was the, quote, the dirty station. <laughs> yeah. And so when I heard that, I was like, I've got to listen to the dirty station. <laughs> and so um, I don't ever remember hearing Wu-Tang on, Wu- on 102 Jams, but I do remember I don't that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really, I mean, they really didn't. Yeah. But I remember the time frame and like Dre had blown up mm-hmm. like a year before and I was so like all I heard all my life was this like classic rock and like all this like Jingity, jingity, like, and I just <laughs> how'd that go? Jingity, <laughs> I know that track. Yeah, yeah it was quite popular. Jingity, I just knew that I knew what I didn't like, and it was that. And so I sought out <laughs> anything like. that sounded different. 
And what I found is back then, I really loved the, um, the kung fu movies. <laughs> and the dubs. And just watching it, I always thought that the dubs were hilarious. But it was, <laughs> it I, made all I, the sense. I though. figured yeah. it out later that yeah. it, it made sense. It made all the sense. I, I couldn't understand it otherwise. Anyway, <laughs> but no, I loved kung fu movies. And then I heard The 36 Chambers. And they're like, oh, my God, I've actually seen this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the part where he's like running across the, the logs yeah. on the, in, the, <laughs> in, in the water. I was like, I've totally seen this. And I, it was just such a great, great thing to know that these guys that were making such killer music were into the same kind of things that I was into, mm-hmm. like kung fu movies and fucking comic books and like all this nerdy shit that I thought was, you know, don't talk about the shit, you, you know. People think you're a nerd. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Chess. No, these guys were talking yeah. about it and like yep. living it and loved it. And you could yeah. totally tell. Like the moment I heard the album, I just knew that these guys were something that, that were going to blow up. Something not to be fucked with. Yes. Not to be fucked <laughs> with. Yes. Yes. That was another one that came on really loud and mom was like, um. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a no from me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she Randy Jackson that shit. <laughs> That shit was like, that's oh, a, that's a me- mesmerizing <laughs> chant, though. It's like, yeah, yeah. I you mean, can't fuck with them. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And and you know, to me, uh, it's obviously no surprise that Wu Tang is one of my favorite groups of all time. And uh, you know, to, to harp on on your guys's point, to me, Wu Tang was. I think they were one of the first to really bridge the gap, as far as just like you mentioned, as far as like not just like uh, kung fu movies and nerd culture, but to make it to where like. I thought I, to me, I thought a lot of like white people were fucking into it, which was mm. awesome. Oh, we're, we were. <laughs> Jadon is, is our man on the street for that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a resident whitey. <laughs> yeah, but um, ask me any. Yeah, bitch. I mean, to me, they, they just you know they didn't give a shit, and they just broke so many barriers. And it was in the midst of the G Funk era. You know, I mean, Dre was fucking killing it. The West Coast was tearing it, tearing it up all you know across the world, really, not just in the U.S. And you got these nine guys from, you know, putting Staten Island on the fucking map. Nine of them. Nine There's of them. Nine of them. Nine and of all them. nine of them were spitting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, straight. Right. All nine of them. Straight that's bars. Right. And Riz's fucking beats are just grimy, homegrown That was some new beats. shit, too. Yeah. Like, no, no sampling. None of that bullshit. You know, because nothing against Dre. I think Dre's one of the greatest producers of all time. But he used a lot of sampling in his tracks. This was just straight raw, mm. you know, uncut shit. Oh, sorry, my fucking watch is going off. <laughs> you got an appointment, man? <laughs> no, it goes man. off at 3.29 every day, and I can't figure out how to shut this Why? fucker off. 3.29? I don't know. <laughs> Leave it at I home. I don't know. U.S. polo. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, on Matthew's point, too, my parents were very against the parental advisory CDs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My dad actually tore apart my bedroom one day and found them all. And this oh, is when I lived no. in Michigan, and he fucking sold them. And I'm talking, mm. like, this oh. album, Tupac, All Eyes on Me. The whole nine yards, and then he felt bad a week later and gave me like two hundred dollars to go buy all my shit back. Thank God, because <laughs> I was deep. Not mom. Yeah, he ended up feeling bad because I mean that was you know Wu Tang just like music in general. That was my release. That's mm-hmm. where I was at home and could just be myself and just not give a shit about the world. And you know their tracks from everything from Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, which is still. 
one of my favorite tracks. I mean, I think they were like one of the first groups are like, we're not to be trifled with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, everything from Tears to, of course, Cream and, and you know, Method mm-hmm. Man got his own track. And it's just crazy having all nine of these individuals out there and their personalities shine on these tracks. Like, I always try to figure out how they figured out who was going to be on what track. Because, you know, obviously not all nine are on, are on every single track. I could track. not way attempt to do that. Right. Like, I, I could, like, listening to it. Right. It's like, how, how did that happen? Right. Like, it's so just I don't, yeah, perfect. I, yeah, so I, I can't. Yeah. I don't know if there's a process of elimination or just, hey, whoever shows up to the studio today, here's, like, these three beats, spit some bars. 40s and blunts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it introduced us to, all, you know, these nine characters that I thought – played off each other very well you know everybody from you god to master killer to you know of course old dirty bastard yeah. r.i.p yeah. you know he came out and said i got burnt not once but twice, twice. by gonorrhea <laughs> at that point when i'm 13 years old the only es i know of is diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> so i remember asking my dad i'm like what's gonorrhea i'm pretty sure he spit out his drink he was like where the fuck did you hear that from it's like Nowhere. I didn't, I didn't think I'd have this conversation for way later. <laughs> I was waiting at least another four years for this conversation. but uh, Damn you, Wu-Tang. <laughs> from the streets, pops. <laughs> Wu-Tang. You know, uh, like I said, to me it was just instrumental on bringing the East Coast back on the map, you know, especially during the G-Funk era, and just exposing us to this different culture that we never even knew existed. You know, I, just like Jadon said, I thought it was incredibly monumental how they put in the, the, uh, the, Kung, the Kung Fu movie samples which are, you know, some of my favorite samples to this fucking day. And, you know, as the solo albums went on, they were still incorporating that, which I love. And, I mean, these guys ended up making fucking nine more albums together. I mean, there's groups that break up after, like, an album. And there's nine of these fuckers. With way less <laughs> Right. Right. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's my little uh, Wu-Tang story. I, um, I, I appreciated them a little, a little more. I had a stronger appreciation because they were from New York. And because, right. like... All the videos I saw were like them in the projects. Yes, and I'm yeah. like, yes. yeah. hey, I, I know that place. And yeah, with the the ain't nothing to fuck with video was like in the projects with fire and yep. shit. And I'm like, oh, very I'm gonna, low budget. Be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very low budget, very on the streets. And to Jaden's point too, I know he mentioned 102 jams. I mean, that's the thing; these guys weren't getting nope. a lot of radio play, and especially Not back either. then in the early '90s. Right. I mean, it was hard to find more than one hip hop station anywhere. You'd occasionally hear Cream. Right, mm-hmm. once in a blue moon. And you see it in movies like Kids and shit like that. You see it more on soundtracks. But it was very, you know, this is before the days of YouTube and everything else. I mean, you'd have to, like, hit a college radio station up and at, you know, on, like, mm-hmm. a 2 o'clock mm-hmm. on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And they UNCG might play some Wu-Tang. Some shit. They, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's not like they were getting a ton of airplay. I mean, they're, the whole entire movement was straight from the underground, mm-hmm. you know, and just... Just like you said, the videos, homegrown. You know, I think they made uh, Protect Your Neck for like $300, and they paid for it all in quarters. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, no these shit. guys, yeah, they were grimy that's from fantastic. the fucking street, Damn, man. That's real, too. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my Wu-Tang story. Rabbit Before we get to our, uh, our top solo albums, we're going to take a quick little time out for a commercial spot. A big thank you to one of our sponsors, Jeff Beal, and his team at Throwback Custom Cars in Raleigh, North Carolina. For over 30 years, they have specialized in classic car restoration as well as residential slash commercial automation technology and audio video systems. There is no project too big or too small, and they work all across the U.S. To set up a consultation, contact Jeff at 919-235-8337 or go to throwbackcustomcars.com and fill out the contact us form. My 
number one offspring from the Wu Tang would be only built for Cuba's wings. Nice. The purple tape. Oh, yeah, purple tape. Yeah. The purple tape. Yeah, that's definitely too. my favorite. And it was the most stolen thing I've ever owned. <laughs> <laughs> I um, thought I owned this. Fuck. <laughs> I got the tape, I got the CD, and then I got the tape again, and then I got the CD. And then I couldn't find the purple tape, so I just got the regular tape, and then I got the CD again. But it's, the background was purple tinted. Mm. And it, you know. How much is that worth now? I don't know. I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> stolen. I do want the purple vinyl, though. Anybody yes. out there? You yes. still get the purple tape, like as purple? Like I a, don't think you can. Maybe on eBay. On or eBay. Yeah. That's about it. Damn. For thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars. They did do a reissue where they had it like in a box framed. Mm-hmm. It was pretty rad, but it's still just the tape. Yeah. Remember, we went to the uh, purple tape show, show a couple years ago to Fillmore. And it was dope. fantastic. They did the whole purple they tape the from whole joint? front yeah, to back. Front to back. And then they still did Protect Your Neck. They did, him and Ghostface did their verses on a couple of Wu-Tang joints. It was yeah. fucking incredible. It was incredible. I lost my voice. Yep. Um, I met Danielle. Yep. The homie. The homie. Daniel Hausnick. We Shout were, out. We were, that, was, that was my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. We yep. were FUBAR. <laughs> <laughs> we drank a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. What are, the, what are your other uh, two albums? So... Liquid Swords mm. is like a super mm. close second. Yeah. The intro alone. The, uh, the Shogun Assassin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite album my dad intro of all famous. time. <laughs> <laughs> my father was famous. <laughs> it was they actually my daughter's brain ringtone was for a while. Infected by devils. <laughs> and, he was um, the greatest samurai in the empire. I actually revisited Takao mm-hmm. like last week. Okay. And. I didn't appreciate it for what it was back then. Yeah, I mean, I got it, and it was like it was dope to have fresh right. Method Man, and it was just it was new woo. Yeah, but it, it, he says some slick shit on there, and mm-hmm. and the beats are great. Takao probably uh, I don't know I can't. Uh, you know my favorite track on there is what was, the blood clot. I fucking love that song. The beat is crazy. Yeah. So I said for a, the longest time that Ghost was my favorite out of all of them. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> like Supreme Clientele might be my my third. Sure, sure. Damn, you got all of my joints. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. They always take Supreme all the good Clientele <laughs> is would be number three, and I put that over Iron Man. And Iron Man's a fucking yeah, Iron classic. Man's straight mm-hmm. fire. And that's a, that's an argument in itself. Yeah, but you know it's Ghost. So Supreme Clientele was heavily set on. So one thing you know, as we was talking about it, um, about. Wu Tang. It's funny thing is I had a conversation with my homeboys about Wu Tang. Like it's probably like last year, um, but they were like I don't think I really appreciated then kind of what they were. Like they were so they're like they still have their own lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like th- their originality out of everything that they did. Yep. Like like not only just from the raps and like their own slang. But just like, like the intros to the song, mm-hmm. they walk different. Yeah, they, they, yeah. you know what I'm saying. They don't walk. They, walk, they get carried. The slang. Yeah. <laughs> you know that. That's, I don't walk. <laughs> I get carried. <laughs> ODB. But they they were like, they they there's something that's never that's never been like duplicated. You can't you even can't, like, no. you can't even really it's like impossible. no. Find and, nine guys really, and they were all no. like different too. Like exactly. even all the members is just like you know how usually like. Like the only people like group I could probably compare to them as like 
a legacy, not compared to them, like, as in the same, but, like, they had their own thing, and, like, it was that dope, mm-hmm. and they transcended uh, races mm-hmm. and time. It was, like, outcast. Good and call. That, you know, okay. call on that. And, and you know how, like, Big Boy and uh, Dre are, uh, you know, two different people. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the Ghost album is, is going to be different than Raekwon's. Right. And Inspector Dex, and, you know. They complement each other so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially yeah. on that Iron Man album. Fuck. Yeah. So mm-hmm. good. Iron Man was when we heard Capadonna for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Capadonna. Yeah. 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 The Winter the War. Shout out to our boy Saba. Uh, Saba loves some Capadonna. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit, Capadonna was uh, with He was them. on Winter Wars, <laughs> right? Yes. That was his first, like, actual. That was from, like, um, from High School High, the soundtrack. Oh, it was, um, it was before that. It oh, was okay. Don't Be a Menace. Oh, the South juice. Central, yeah. yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. The yes. Marlin, uh, the Wayans yes. Brothers, the fucking Brothers. movie. Yes. Never forget <laughs> that that movie poster. So it was on. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie poster. I think, I think, of, the movie, I think movie. of that picture. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was on that. What you soundtrack. say about my mama? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we got a problem. <laughs> we got a problem. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask y'all something too, real quick. Yeah, like, yeah. How um. How did y'all compare the the uh, thirty six chambers to forever, Wu Tang Forever album? Hmm. That was actually a very good question, man. I was thankful that fair? we got the big album. Really, I mean, I was like, the double wow, disc. I'm good. Yeah, the double disc. Yeah. I don't care what it enhanced is. enhanced CD. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can open up some more chambers if you put it in your <laughs> CD ROM. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I'll tell you, I will say shout, shout out Millennials to the, to like, the very wow. very. <laughs> Shout out to the very well missed record exchange that used to be uh, on Battleground. Midnight I sale. remember going to the Midnight, midnight sale, sale. And they always had album. the good tickets to the they concerts. They really too. did, man. And to me, I, I, I obviously enjoyed it. And it was, you know, a long time coming. They, you know, I think the majority of them already had their first solo album out before mm. they did Wu Tang Forever. And I still think Reunited is one of my favorite Wu Tang yeah, tracks. Too, yeah. And to me, with the violin, was that with the violin? Yeah. And, you know, I would love. You know, there's always like particular beats that people freestyle over. Nobody ever really freestyles over that beat. And I would like to see accomplished, you know, hip artists, mm. <laughs> hip artists, hip hop artists, trademark, hip hop anonymous, hip hop anonymous. <laughs> you know, freestyle over this, but uh, ODB's verse in that, you could tell he's like a fucking like mad dog that just got let loose. And free you could free tell lunch from the church. Like, oh my goodness! He's like gracious, the Mohawk man. guy in uh, Road Warrior. Like, yes, he's just like go. Yep. Just, I mean, your yeah, that's what he, you shine. know, he comes go. up with. I don't walk. I get carried. I, I mean. God, I love that fucking. You, you believe him. You believe yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he brings it. <laughs> he brings it. And yeah. uh, to me, I mean, I, I thoroughly, obviously enjoyed Wu Tang Forever. I thought it was a great double disc, and you know, I think everybody was waiting for it. You I know, think I that think, went over a lot of people's heads at the time too, though. Right. Right. Unfortunately, but like it was a certified was banger. What, it was a banger. It was a certified oh, yeah. banger. Yeah. Like everything, like black shampoo, right. everything on there was like worth listening to. Yeah. But I, I think it went over a lot of heads. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the, uh, you know, to keep going on ODB, dog shit. Mm. Dog shit. That was, yeah, that was my joint right <laughs> That's there. That's just his, like, I don't You've been shitted on. <laughs> that means, oh, you've been shitted on. <laughs> <laughs> I would just love to have been in the studio one time while he's recording just to experience that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your take on Wu-Tang Forever there, J-Dom? Well, I mean, my, well, the, the spinoff albums, right? So 
I immediately gravitated to Ghostface's Iron Man mm. just because I'm a comic nerd. I was like, holy mm. shit, this guy's, this guy's talking about Iron All Man. Tony yeah. Like, like he's Tony, yeah. Tony Starks. <laughs> I was like, who is Tony Starks? <laughs> I was like, this guy sounds awesome. <laughs> but no, that like Iron Man is my number one album. I love, even above Supreme Clientele. I like that. I love the debut album. You I, ain't wrong. I, I loved it so much. And then, let's see. Not a lot of people were big fans of Mass Killer's uh, uh, solo album. It's a no said date. No said date. No said date. Fucking hard. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he's very. I think he's the most underrated. He's underrated. He's he underrated. really yeah. is. I mean, like the music is banging, and then like he pulls out some like crazy shit, and I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting that from him, mm-hmm. but it was immediately just. I love that album, no. and you can't you can't get over the CD that looks like a fucking shuriken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I opened it up. I was like, I don't care what this shit sounds like. <laughs> this dude's cool as fuck. It looks good. And he then looked good, though. My number three, I mean, of course, they're, I mean, Cuban Links is so good. But I, I got back into hip-hop right when Fish Scale came out. Mm. And I was like, holy shit. Mm. This shit came, <laughs> this came out of nowhere. Like, a lot of people had forgotten about, I mean, like, how, how could this be? But right. like, a lot of people were like, yeah, Wu-Tang, I, I've heard of them. And then Fish Scale comes out, and you're like, wow. I think it's safe to say shit. Ghost is, like, the most consistent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ghost, man. Most talented MC in the group? Most talented storyteller. I, I like I'll agree that. with that. I'll I like that. that. But, no, he's, he's amazing. Right? And mm. that album, just when it came out... I was like, holy shit. It just, it was like a revitalization. Like, I, God, I love these guys so much. And like, here's an album where I can get behind it. And this, this reminds me of old times, you know? Word. I like that. Yo, Ghost, I like that. Little known fact. He won an, a poetry award for his verse on Impossible. Really? In Wu-Tang Forever. Yeah. Nice. No, Jamie, don't start that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. If we escape hell, we getting fucked up. We'd like to take the time to thank one of our sponsors, Andrew Newman, Attorney at Law. Located here in Greensboro, North Carolina, he can assist you with your criminal as well as traffic violations, and his practice includes Guilford, Forsyth, as well as all surrounding counties. To set up a free consultation, you can contact him at 336-663-2388, and you can also visit him on his website, attorneynewman.com. I got, I was going to do a top three, but I got to do a top five. And this is going to be a no particular order. Um, I got to go with, uh, I know, I just, you know, it's like trying to choose between your kids. I mean, you you always have a favorite. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I only have one, so she's my favorite. But um, one hood, one good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jerry. (laughs) Coming in with the white report, Jerry. So I gotta go uh, inspect the deck. Uncontrolled substance, so good, so damn good. So it good. took forever to come out. It, it felt like I think he was one of him and you God were like the two last ones. It, it seemed like to fucking come out with a solo album. Um, you know the beats, the lyrics. Uh, Inspector Deck is definitely in, in uh, my top three as far as Wu Tang members, just with his bars in general. Um, another one of my favorites. Not so much solo album because I did not like 
the Bobby Digital album that much. But I really I loved that. him on... Love the cover. Yes, love the cover. <laughs> but my favorite RZA project so. that's not Wu-Tang related is Grave Diggers. Grave Diggers. Six Feet Deep. That's still one of my uh, one of my top uh, tr- uh, hip hop albums of all time. That shit was so scary. It, it was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was the short lived horrorcore movement. Yeah, you know, it was them and Flatliners and like Nottis and, and a couple other groups out there that were really doing the horrorcore shit. But I think the Grave Diggers did it best. And uh, you know, everything from uh, Six Feet Deep to uh, Two Cups of Blood, even the outro, the G to the R yes. to the A to the V. I mean, it, hey, it's just dope. Uh, of course, Old Dirty Bastard, Return to the 36 Chambers, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. pure fucking gold. Uh, to Cal, I know Matt t- touched on that earlier. And then uh, Jizza, Liquid Swords. I mean, like I said, from the intro to the end, just, uh, just a phenomenal. It's such a smart album. It, like, yeah, it's it so smart. So damn good. I mean, Duel of the Iron Mike, fucking, um, what's the one with, uh, with D'Angelo on it? Or no, they did, D'Angelo did the remix for Cold World. Not, did I, he? I think I, I think so. I, I think he did the Cold War remix. We'll but. say yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it might be true, it might not be true, but I'm pretty sure it's true. <laughs> I mean, you get why they called him the genius. Like yeah. that album is didn't like have time to swing awesome. the hammer that was hanging from his farm. Yeah, I mean even labels yeah. when he's literally talking shit about all the all the labels. record labels. That was Tommy the single. Ain't my motherfucking that boy. was the first single. Yeah, Tommy with um, no, that was on the, it was a the B side. Yeah, it was a B side to Liquid Swords. Yes. Yep. I had that single, and it was this. White cassette. White. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Protect Your Neck was, uh, it was a white. That was, you know no, what I miss? I miss single cassettes. Yeah. yeah. And that was, you know, single cassettes singles? was the first time where you were actually hear the parental advisory version of it, you know, because you would hear it on the radio or on TV the few times you actually mm-hmm. get to hear it. And I remember fucking Brooklyn Zoo, the first time I heard the mm-hmm. actual version of it. Oh, yeah. I was like, holy shit, yeah. my ears are bleeding. <laughs> in a good way. But I didn't expect all that. was that. another great video. Yeah. Where's my this mom the, right in now? In the hallway. Yep. In the <laughs> staircase. Yep. <laughs> Jimmy should be Oz, probably. Yeah. 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 That was just that, that one. Was it. Just, just one the staircase. hallway with him and his boys. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, this will work Action. right here. This will do just fine. One take. <laughs> Open the door. It's like, this will do. Yeah. <laughs> Bring out the equipment. <laughs> what, the original one take hove. <laughs> oh, and uh, Shimmy Shimmy Ya is probably, as far as music videos goes, that's one of my favorites. That, I mean, it's a classic song. Yeah, yeah classic song. Any 52 states. <laughs> I wonder who did the beat for that. Come on, bro. Brooklyn Zoo. Oh, I'm pretty sure uh, it was Rizzo. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he is a beast. He's done a lot. He's done a lot. And you know, he does a lot of his scores, basement got too. flooded. And lo- he lost a lot of shit while they were recording Wu Tang Forever, and he had to go back in and like from memory and try to remember a ton of his beats that he recorded. What? Yep. Like remake the beats yep. off of memory? Yeah, because he did all the production in his crib in Staten Island. Shout out to Shaolin. Shout Damn. out to uh, he's Richmond. like unsung, Richmond man. Hood Company. Big shout out to Richmond Hood Company. Wow. This store, holy shit! I I took a trip to Staten Island. The ferry was free. I loved it. <laughs> I saw the drug dogs. I was a little nervous. Is that the quote? Go to, go to Staten Island. It's free. The ferry's free. <laughs> but no, no, no. That's no, the selling point. No, really. It's very free. It's very, it's very convenient. Free. I, I Hella got, free. Just a little free. I got off the ferry and immediately got uh, an Uber over to uh, the Richmond Hood Company. Um, that's the location of the new-ish uh, Wu-Tang uh, hurricane mural mm, in yes. New York. And so I went there just to see the mural and take pictures and put my fucking W up and all kinds of shit. And then I was like, well, 
It's near this Richmond Hood company. I should probably check this out. Holy shit. This place is amazing. If you talk about talk about sneakers, talk about like vintage like hip hop gear. Like you're looking at this shirt. Like oh, I'm I've looking got, at it. I've got the twentieth anniversary of uh, DC and Wu Tang put this shirt out and it it says it's just streets and boards and bees and swords. And this came out five years ago for the twentieth anniversary. And I just happened to walk in on that day. I look at the, the, the rack and there's this t shirt, this vintage t shirt sitting on the rack in a large waiting for me. That's the kind of shit Jerry, you will find. You really Jerry. will. They they love they they really they curate a, a lot of uh, vintage stuff. They've got a lot of new stuff. And then they've got, like, he said Redman's in there all the time. Oh, God. I know I he's, need to be hanging out at. He's got his own little uh, clothing line that's in there. He just um, gave, a, gave him a shout-out on IG, too. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I mean, like, I believed him. And then I looked on IG, and I was like, holy sh-. I mean, yeah, he's I'm, in here. I'm glad. <laughs> no, so big shout-out to Peter over at uh, Richmond Hood Company. You really made an impression. We can't wait to work with you in the future. And keep it up because your shop is so awesome and you've got such a draw that mural is such a draw to yeah, your shop incredible. If, you, yeah, if you have a day to kill in new york take the ferry take the it's Uber, free <laughs> and jump and and get down there you'll you'll love it the staten island artist alley you'll see some of the coolest graf- graffiti <laughs> you'll see some of the aw- most awesome street art you've ever seen in your life awesome street art yes awesome. shout out to the skits on Every album, yes. Um, Cuban Links was Definitely Iron Man. Iron Man was funny. Mm-hmm. Like the I'm hit, son. I'm hit. Oh, you bleeding, son. <laughs> bad, son. <laughs> Are you guys what really the in the fuck studio you doing mean this? Is he fucking dead? <laughs> oh shit, niggas try to assassinate me. Raekwon had really good skits with um, the 49, 49, uh, the mobility shit. Oh, and then uh, what was the one before um, incarcerated Scarfaces? Where he does the hitman shit. Yes, that one was dope. Skits. What was the one where Matt was like, "I'll fuck him"? That was oh, that was on Enter Thirty Six. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck me, yeah. man. Cut your fucking balls off. <laughs> Stab you with so a your asshole clothes and keep feeding you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my mom walked in my room when that shit was playing, and she was like. Nope. <laughs> we ain't doing this. Shout out to moms. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to our parents for trying to look out for Shout us. Shout out to moms walking in day, and just shaking their heads. That's right. <laughs> at the end of the day, Wu-Tang is for the children. Yeah. <laughs> yes. To this and, day, if I played that shit, I, like, I would get the same look. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with yourself? I mean, <laughs> sometimes I listen to it, I'm like... It's a little much. Yeah, it's, it's, it can be much. <laughs> Keep feeding, feeding you. Feeding you. <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, that's the thing, though. No, like, we were, we were 13, yeah. 14, whatever. We were, like, we were ruling the world then. Yeah. You know, we didn't give a shit. <laughs> but we, we were moldable at that point. Like, <laughs> we, had, we got it at the <laughs> right we're time. We're stuck now. Yeah. <laughs> There's no changing us now. <laughs> I think, like, it's not for everybody. Wu-Tang, I don't know. It's for the it's not for everyone, but it is for it the children. It should be, though. It is, it yeah, definitely be. for the children. <laughs> Don't go to summer school. <laughs> go, to Bye, Staten, hey, go to Staten Island. <laughs> In Mortar Wards, ODB. Don't walk. Get carried. Get carried. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for us today on this episode of Multi. Blah! Mm. Make sure you check us out next week. Be sure to uh, leave some comments for us. Subscribe to us on YouTube. 
Uh, fuck, I forgot everything else we're on. SoundCloud. <laughs> SoundCloud, Spotify. All the things. All the things. Social Literally, medias, we're everywhere. All Subscribe, the interwebs. All the interwebs. Us, the dark web. Multi- <laughs> the dark web. <laughs> don't get us on the dark web, man. <laughs> I don't want to die. Oh, it's all really <laughs> I saw the movie. That shit's trippy. <laughs> Shout out to Ghostface's giant eagle on his arm. I've seen that shit in person, and it is massive. It is massive. It's very heavy. Didn't he, used to, didn't he used to have the chain with the big-ass gold? Yeah, oh, yeah. Giant medallion dinner plate. Really, the first one minus like Cool Modi, as far as like newer guys that started doing that shit before Rick Ross and everybody else. Oh yeah, was it was him that. and Slick Rick. I yes, mean, and Slick Rick like donned him the next guy. Yep, but, uh, <laughs> he knighted him. Yeah, he knighted him, Sir Ghostface. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and much respect to uh, Ghost too, because he never switched over to the platinum and all that shit. No, where, yeah, like people went to platinum, True. straight and, gold, and diamonds, True. and all that. He kept his shit Good gold, gold, <laughs> gold, fucking big ass straight cash, yeah. homie. <laughs> robes like, he did some rick flair shit yes yes, <laughs> yes he did he, did. Robes, he wore man. a velvet robe <laughs> yes you did with a big ass eagle and a dinner plate and just, and a do-rag and a, a fucking do-rag. Plate and a do-rag and it made all the sense it made all it the sense good. he made that shit look good now guess what i'm gonna go buy yep. a robe robes and, and a, a dinner plate <laughs> gold <laughs> robes <laughs> Yeah, check us out next week. Again, multi-popturel, M-U-L-T-I-P-O-P-T-U-R-A-L. Check out the website, all our social media shit. See you next time. Later. Peace. Yep. Woo! A game of chess is like a sword fight. You must think first. Thanks for listening to another episode of Pop Culture as Fuck, presented by Multi-Popturel. Be sure to check us out at our website for all the latest news and notes. You can find us at www.popcultureaf.com or multipopsural.com. And we'll see you next week, you filthy animals. Yes! Yeah! Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.